Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, you guys. Everybody breathe in and breathe out. Inform and entertain. We did a lot of informing. We got to move over to do some entertaining, okay? Uh, If you need some more of the information that we've been sharing about the COVID-19 virus on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainers off. Paul McGuire Grimes is here. Holly Roberts is here as well. If you are kind of looking for some more of that information, I will happily point you over to the direction of the Five Eyewitness News website. They're staying on top of it, so you'll be able to get whatever we covered before here there um but we need to like we need, we need to, to skate over into a different direction um because you know y'all are probably going to have some time in front of the boob tube coming up mm-hmm. um and i actually desperately have been wanting to talk with someone about gray's anatomy because bradley and holly only make fun of me for being the only person so who still rude. watches the show thank uh, you yeah you also watch the show. Of course. Oh, and Lord, have fun. We've okay, been no, watching literally every was, season since it began. This is big, though, you guys. Hot drama. Hot drama over at Grey's Anatomy. You yeah, don't have to watch it to left. care about this. Right. Yes. One of the original cast members. Yes. This Justin Chambers, huge. who plays Alex Karev, one of the original doctors, one of the few remaining cast members from yeah. the show, left recently not so, and we don't really know why the actor Justin Chambers laughed. We need to get deep in the shallows about that because that's what we do here on the Clean Brown right. Show. But it was announced back in November or recently that Justin Chambers had left the show. His last physical appearance on the show was November 14th and that he was done filming. And you're like, was his contract up? We're mid-season right Thank now. Thank you. His storyline with his wife Joe was going fine. Right? He was Doctoring, he was practicing he was medicine, doing his doctor stuff at a new hospital. Yeah, and then no more. So in this meantime, in between time, we're we, we're getting the the storylines, and we're like, what? How are they going to explain his absence? Well, that came because, about because really quickly, he just it literally disappeared from the show. Yeah. Like one there day was no he was just gone, yes. and then for the following weeks, we knew in in viewer land that Justin Chambers had left. But they're not explaining it on the show. So all you're seeing in the storylines involving him are that his wife is texting him and getting nothing back. Mm -hmm. What? So. We got those answers last week. Now, spoiler alert. Maybe you're behind on your DVR. Maybe you're still watching, but I just want to throw that out there. Or maybe you're not watching at all, Holly. No. (laughs) (laughs) So we find out that Alex Karev... In the midst of working with Meredith, finds out that Izzy 
mothered two of their kids together. Yes. So Izzy, you may remember, was played by Katherine Heigl in the first six seasons. They were a love interest way back in the day. Like, we're now on season 15. So to give you some context, ago. this isn't like last season storylines. This is 10 I years ago storylines. I forgot that they were actually married. Right. I forgot that. Yes. I mean, that's I how long ago it too. was. Yes. So then in this kind of goodbye episode to Alex, it was very much a flashback episode. We're seeing him writing. Well, we're not even seeing him, but Meredith, um, Joe mm-hmm. and Bailey mm-hmm. and Shep, uh, Richard all get these letters from Alex explaining why he left. And you see him carrying on this new life with Izzy. But it wasn't Justin Chambers and Katherine Heigl. They were just two Stanton actors. Right. Having kids now, like raising their family on this farm, and then kind of using these flashbacks to remind us what their relationship was like. Okay, so here's where I got hooked on this, and I can't not talk about it in this way. Okay. It was only his voice. So Justin Chambers... Okay, so timeline again. Justin Chambers does an episode of Grey's Anatomy... It seems like a normal episode to the rest of us, yeah, right? November 14th. Then we get an, a notification, like we get an, the announcement, Justin Chambers done with Grey's Anatomy. And we're like, what? We didn't have any closure. Yeah. Then, like, however, what, three, four weeks later, then we get, no, more than that. Right. Then we get the episode that doesn't even show him. It's just his voice. Now, I am not thinking about this from a storytelling perspective. I am deep in the shallow thinking about this from a what's going on behind the scenes. And I've done some digging. Do you have the answers? I don't have. This is the problem. I don't have answers. But you know it wasn't something on the up and up. Because... Catherine Heigl did not talk about it on any of her social Mm-mm. media. Um, Camilla Luntington, who plays Joe, who's been his love interest in the last couple seasons, like seven seasons or whatever, did not talk about it on her social media. I'm following her on Instagram right now. Nothing about it. The only person that's talked about it is Alan Pompeo, who is Mer- Meredith Grey. Right. The title character. And also, also one of the show's producers. Exactly. So there's the, I'm going to talk about it as a producer hat, not as an actress who's worked with Justin Mm -hmm. Chambers, and then no one else is going to talk about him? Right. What? So what the heck actually, something had to have happened. Yeah. Because we've seen- the show is not without drama. This is true, because we, that's what I was, you knew exactly where I was going, (laughs) because we have seen people abruptly leave before, and we knew why behind the scenes. Isaiah Washington- TR, Patrick Dempsey. Patrick Dempsey, TR Knight, um, which that's a whole other dramatic situation. Catherine Heigl yeah. also. Or even like when their storylines are up, like uh, Jessica Capshaw yeah. as Arizona. She, you know, they got rid of her and Sarah Drew's character because they like, we don't know where to go with your characters. Callie Sar- Sara Ramirez mm-hmm. left, but that was like, whenever these actors left on their own accord, they had some goodbye episodes. Yes. We saw Callie leaving to go to New York. You know, like there was a goodbye I'm invested in the Alex Karev character. Yes. I love his relationship with Meredith. Yes. Why did we not get this? We didn't get any kind of closure. And this whole entire episode felt like an afterthought. Right. Okay. I just so feel then, a lot better because I actually am think, getting to talk to a person. Yeah. Do you think that Justin like did the recording of these voiceovers? Uh, he did. I do know that he did. Okay. But I here's my suspicion. I think he had to have done it remotely. Oh, I completely. think he probably got the because if he didn't, if he was allowed back on set, the, I mean, there had to have been some reason why he can't be on set. Mm-hmm. Because if he would have been able to be on set, he would have been showing up in the episode. Yeah, they would have written it that way. 
but it feels like he got handed the scripts and he found a studio to record them in and he recorded them and then they like set it to the story. I, I'm we, so upset about it. Knowing like going, you know, knowing how TV works, I what I had wondered if they had taken dialogue, they had pieced, oh. edited together words and phrases to then come up with his narration. Now, I'm sure that's not yeah. how it happened. No, I did you know. see an article about it that okay. he did do the recording for that. So that was like it's something just, that he negotiated. Like, why would he just dip out? Again, before his contract was over, I, I assume before the season was up, I get the sense that that that, that Grey's Anatomy is off the screen. What happens on that set is not a comfortable situation, no. and we've I've, heard that. Yeah, we've before. and it, and what was interesting is Shonda Rhimes has said before she's the creator of the show Grey's Anatomy. Mm-hmm. She has said before, like I will sniff out the toxic people and they'll yes. be gone, and that's what she said around Patrick Dempsey, yep. and we were like, oof. He must have been toxic. Yes, he was. I assumed that Justin Chambers has talked in the past about some struggles with mental illness, mm-hmm. etc. I just assumed that maybe he just decided, like, I think this is it for me and I just want to, like, buy. Right. But that felt so abrupt. Mm-hmm. <sighs> He's got a family of five. I think he has five kids. Yes. Who are a lot older now because mm-hmm. they were, he had them when... When the show first started yeah. 15 years ago. So they must be in their early 20s by this point. Oh my gosh. Well, Paul McGuire Grimes, oh, thank you for having that moment thank with you. me. Grey's Anatomy fans it. everywhere. We can all breathe together. Send us a message on social if you want to talk about We're it. We're here with you. Uh, when we encourage them. Okay. Excuse seriously, me? it is a popular show. It is the longest running medical drama. Okay. And it's still good and the music is so good. I it got is. a playlist. It's really true. It's, it's really good. I love the musical episode. Sure, Jan. Season seven. Okay, that's enough. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, what is in theater? What is streaming? What do you need to be watching in our time at social distancing? Paul McGuire Grimes is here to walk us through that after this on My Talk 1071. <laughs> this is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer is off. He will be back on Monday, we hope. Uh, Holly Roberts is here as always, and Paul McGuire Grimes has stepped in to fill in. Thank it's you great for being to be here. here. And uh, as per usual, on Fridays at this time, we talk talk to Paul about what is in theaters. Now, are theaters a thing right now? Oh, comp- they are a thing that we need to talk about in a sense of what's happening in the industry. Mm-hmm. So I've had a couple of people ask like, hey, are theaters still running? What's going on? And we've, we're seeing a, a mixed bag. So locally, um, movie theaters such as the AMC theaters, Imagine Theaters, our larger corporations mm-hmm. are basically only going to be filling movie theaters at about 50% capacity okay. and then closing out seats Next to each other. Oh, okay, great. So, like, that way you're not sitting. So, they're taking that six-foot rule very seriously. Yes. Perfect. Yep. I know that the trial... My friends at the trial on cinema are uh, taking a break for a couple of weeks just because, you know, their situation. It's a yep. one-screener. Mm-hmm. Um, this is probably the last weekend for a while that we will actually see movies released in theaters. Yeah. And by that, I mean all of our upcoming releases, like A Quiet Place Part 2, which was supposed to open next Friday, mm-hmm. Mulan, which was supposed to open in a couple of weeks, are now delayed. So, I mean, I won't be seeing those movies and people won't be seeing them. And we don't know when they're going to be coming back to theaters. Some headlines I see say it like they're in delay. They're delayed indefinitely. I don't know if that's quite the case. We do know that the latest Fast and the Furious was supposed to happen in May. That got pushed to April 2021. No Time to Die, the latest James Bond movie, which was supposed to open in April. That will now open in November. So you've got a mix of like movies that are being delayed, mm-hmm. movies that are not happening right now. Right. For a variety of reasons. Right. Um, can we talk about then, because I want to talk about some of the movies that are coming out, but I don't know that that's going to be our most useful, 
our most wise use of time you because go- likely people aren't going to go to those. Right. <laughs> so let's talk about things that you can actually watch on your couch yeah. with your sanitized hands. Yeah. <laughs> can we start with the one I'm actually, that you actually brought as the home release? Sure. Bombshell. Yes. So if you miss Bombshell in theaters, this is a story all about Fox News and how Gretchen Carlson really took down Roger Ailes. Um, throughout the movie, we sh- we see that she is played by Nicole Kidman, but the movie is really centered on Charlize Theron as Megyn Kelly and how she came into playing all of this. And then you have Margot Robbie playing this kind of amalgamation character mm-hmm. um, that was kind of based on a variety of people. Okay. And can we just pause for a moment and talk about Charlize Theron's makeup? Yep, so Bombshell won the Oscar for Best Makeup because she's uncanny as Megyn Kelly. It is unbelievable. I think Megyn Kelly's own child said, I didn't know you were in a movie. Right, which is a little <laughs> scary to say when you don't even know what your mom right? looks like. Yeah. <laughs> um, but what I this movie is a fascinating movie to see in a sense of like, if you don't know this story, if you don't understand how hard it is for survivors of sexual abuse to come forward when your boss or when your perpetrator is someone of such high level mm-hmm. as as um, Roger Ailes yep. or Harvey Weinstein or Charlie Rose or Matt Lauer. This gives you an inside look into that. When you have people like Megyn Kelly or Gretchen Carlson that you would think have some power at Fox News, but really they don't. Mm-hmm. And how do they have to band together to make steps forward? And the movie does a good job of kind of juxtaposing all that and also at the same time, not absolving Megyn Kelly uh, of the crap that she says. Oh, interesting. I still was very conflicted. I felt bad for her in a sense of like that this happened to her. Mm-hmm. We see throughout the movie, though, that she's even hesitant about coming forward. It's like she has to wait to hear from other people and if she wants to even come forward. This is so interesting because we were just talking about specifically about Gretchen Carlson the other day here in this very studio uh, in relation to, I think it was Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. Because one of the things we talked about was the bravery of people who came forward first. Mm-hmm. And Elizabeth Reese said, I still don't think that we have given Gretchen Carlson the due that she she absolutely deserves. And I don't think that this movie does that either. And that was mm. one of my big problems with the movie is like, you're you're saying that she's the one that essentially started this toppling of the cards. Yeah. And, but she's such a minor part of the movie. Like That's it so really bad. should That's be a, a, tr- a triage of this th- the three main yeah. women. But it's so much about Kelly's story. And maybe that's because of the NDAs, the non-disclosure agreements that are in place for Gretchen Carlson. Right. She can't talk about anything. So this really is like a dramatization of the story, right? This is not yes. like bio- autobiographical or biographical. I mean, you will recognize everyone in it. Yeah. And they throw every Fox News personality in there. And they even throw Trump in there. And... So you get that it's very true, but at the same time, it isn't a deep analysis. They don't really get deep into how it all happened and how all the chips fell. Mm-hmm. It's this. It's under two hours. And I was like, I actually wanted this movie to be a lot longer or even maybe a miniseries. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the acting is incredible. Charlize Theron is phenomenal, as yeah. she always is. Nicole Kidman, great. Just wanted more of her. And then Margot Robbie, again, you feel for what her character is because she's someone that is like getting attention trying to get up in the ranks at Fox News, have her voice heard, and then now she's getting abused by John Lithgow as Roger Ailes, who is buried under makeup. Another fantastic performance. Okay, so we can stream this at home because yeah, this is demand. released it's now. It's not free. Yeah. You have to pay for it, right? which you should. Right. Um, sorry. Um, Stimulate but- the economy, <laughs> yeah. everybody. Stimulate the economy. But, I mean, do it as the, uh, as so that you are more informed, so that right. you understand what is happening. 
It's an interesting time to do that as well. Yes. Uh, how many ticket stubs for so that? Three out of five for that. Not a perfect movie. Could be a lot better, but an important story. Okay. With our remaining 45 seconds, uh, I do just need to mention, you said something about the Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Yeah. Can I stream that? Yes. Yeah. So I think this is available actually now on Amazon Prime, if not on demand. Um, and if you grew up on those movies like I did, like Clerks, Dogma, Chasing Amy, you will love this reboot. It's a reboot that's actually done well and is a love letter to Kevin Smith's fans. Okay. Kevin Smith fans. The Jay and Silent Bob reboot. It's available for your viewing. You think Amazon Prime? Yes, I will Snoochie confirm that in the break. Snoochie All right. Juice. All right. Well, when we come back, we've got dumb people doing dumb things, crazy, stupid idiots. After this, on My Talk 107.1. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.